Broadcasting from Charlotte, North Carolina on Sports Byline USA. Uniting sports fans everywhere, this is Unpacking It with Bryce Johnson. I'm not sure that God really cares about my comfort or my happiness so much as he does my holiness and my surrender to him. For the next hour, we will unpack sports, faith, and life with intriguing guests from the sports and entertainment world. I've always asked God to use me as an instrument in any way possible if I can help improve the lives of other people. Bringing you high energy and thought-provoking sports talk with a purpose. You're going to be defined as a man, as a husband, as a father. When you take the uniform off, who is that guy? Now, from his mic to your ears, this is Bryce Johnson. Welcome to Unpacking It, where we unpack sports, faith, and life with intriguing guests from the sports and entertainment world. I'm Bryce Johnson. So glad to be with you today. You can check out our website, unpackingit.com. We have got an awesome show for you as we will be joined by multiple guests that I was able to sit down with this week at the Celebrity Golf Tournament put on by Andy Lee, the punter for the Arizona Cardinals, and they were raising money for Madeline's Fund. And so we were able to sit down with Roman Harper and Andy Lee, and, and Madeline's Fund is just an incredible mission, and, and their goal is to support infant and pediatric patients in the NICU and their families, as well as those who experience the trauma of infant loss. And, and Andy Lee and his wife, uh, unfortunately, sadly, tragically, experienced that themselves, and, and it gave them the, the motivation to, to start Madeline's Fund in the honor of their daughter. And so Andy will join us in just a little bit to, to talk more about that and, and to share part of his story and, and so you'll definitely want to stick around for that. Uh, first up, we'll have Roman Harper. He won a Super Bowl with the New Orleans Saints, and so he will join us next. And then later on during the show, we'll do our segment, Unpack This, about accountability and some changes that the Tampa Bay Bucks are making. So we've got a big show in store. We're coming to you on Sports Byline USA, Sirius XM, Channel 211, Dan Patrick Radio, the TuneIn Radio app, the iHeartRadio app, and our podcast can always be found on unpackingit.com. We're just getting started. Roman Harper is next. Inspiring conversations and intriguing interviews. More Unpacking It with Bryce Johnson after this. Bringing you unique insight into the faith and character of guests from the sports world. Welcome back to Unpacking It with Bryce Johnson. It's Unpacking It. I'm Bryce Johnson. Check out our website, unpackingit.com. Sitting down right now with Roman Harper, former NFL safety and Super Bowl winner with the New Orleans Saints. He played his college football at Alabama and was drafted in the second round of the 2006 NFL Draft. And Roman, thanks so much for joining us here on Unpacking It. How are you? I'm doing well, man. Thank you. That was a great introduction right there. All right. We're, we're glad to, to have you on. And, and, and first off, you, you've been retired now for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. How's it been going and, and what have you been up to? Man, it's been going um, 
really just figuring out who I am as a person, as a as a as a man, as a husband, as a father. Mm. Um, that's just what I do. And um, yeah, I I took. I always told myself I wanted to play ten years. I made eleven, and then from mm. there, once I retired, I want to take three hundred sixty-five days and do absolutely nothing. Wow! So I did that. And then after that, I came out of my slumber, <laughs> and I've been trying to. The wheels have been turning, trying to do some different things. Um, I went to took a business class at Columbia University. Um, last summer about uh, VC, early stage uh, venture capitalists, things like that. Uh, so that was really good, entrepreneurship. So that was a really good thing, just really trying to switch my mindset to doing other things outside of football and continue to grow. And um, it's been going well. That, I do a little TV here at the local station here called Morning Break. I have a great time doing that. Um, it's really cool hanging out with those people and talking about just normal everyday stuff, not always sports. That's mm. fun. Um, and then I do a radio here show also uh, with Kyle Bailey. I'm on with him at times, a couple times a week. They want me more. I'm just way too busy at times and just want to hunker down and do some things. So, um, but yeah, that's it, man. That's me. And then I'm a full time dad. Also. There you go. Daddy daycare never stops. That that's awesome. Well, I want to go back to the 365 days off. So what <laughs> what did, what did that look like? What did it look like to do nothing? You know, it, it's crazy because um, most football people they can speak of or athletes in general is. You know, you know, I've been playing football since organizational-wise. I always played in the yard with my brothers and everything. But um, after that, you know, um, organizational-wise, I've been playing since I was about 9 or 10. Yeah. So fourth grade. So from what, whatever that age is to, you know, almost 35 years old, I, I was told where I need to be every August. Mm. Uh, every week you have a schedule. You're getting ready for the grind. And, and then next you know you don't have anybody to tell you where you're supposed to go. And that freedom right there gave me a little bit of uh, a lax – um, relax feeling. Um, it was awesome to be able to have control of my own say so, my own want to, be in time with my family, things like that. Really just getting to know Roman. Uh, mm. It was good. And what were some things that maybe you learned about yourself or, or things that you're willing to, to share that, that kind of were, were takeaways from that, per, from a personal standpoint? You know, I don't, I don't think I missed, I don't miss football. Oh, wow. That was good. Because I, I, you hear all the, 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 the danger stories and this, that, and that, and this, that, and the other. And, I don't miss it, so that's good, man. That, that, that lets me know that I do have purpose. God has shown me that I'm not here just to play football. Mm. Um, it's part of my life, part of my journey, but it's not who I am as a complete whole. That's right. It will always be part of me because it is me. But at the end of the day, and it's allowed me to be who I am and, and give me and open up so many doors and, and doing like that. So uh, just knowing that right there, I've been very happy. And, and sometimes that I don't have everything figured out in life, mm. But I, I still I don't really fret over it because I know he's got me, and he he's been he's blessed me so much my whole life. Why all of a sudden now would I stop being blessed over different things? So um, that right there just lets me I'm cool and I enjoy every bit of it. I get to be a father. I get to see my kids grow up. Mm. Not everybody has that, and uh, it's it's a really great time. And uh, I got an amazing wife, uh, great parents, and. I'm cool, man. It's good. That's awesome. Former NFL safety Roman Harper with us here on Unpacking It. And, and so you, you mentioned your, your kids. How old are they and, and what's kind of the season of life as a dad? All right. <laughs> it's, uh, the only thing about parenting that I love is that you don't know anything. Right? <laughs> the moment you think you got it, you don't. And uh, that, that's the wherewithal to be able to do that. It's like in-game adjustments to me. I love it. It brings me back on the field. Cause, yeah. Like, you know, you think you know, you've been watching film, and like, no, nah, that's not what they're doing. It's great. You don't always know, and it's fast, and it's furious at times. Mm. So my oldest daughter is uh, London. She's seven. Uh, London with a Y. And then we have Sydney, 
which Sydney turns five in June. Mm. She's four, but she's a uh, she's a she's a good one. And then um, my son Roman the second. He he turns three in like another week or so on the twenty first. Very cool. That that that's awesome. And so, what does it look like day to day? What are some of the the, the, the challenges for you and, and to, to now just be around more often where, where you don't necessarily have the, the football schedule that, that takes you yep. away. What was that kind of maybe change like for you? It's been, you know, I'm just more involved. I also know that me and my wife, we built a house here in Charlotte. So uh, I also need to get out of her way yeah. sometimes yep. too. I, I understand that. So um, I think it's good for me to be on the road at times or sometimes I need to, I need to be going. I think she does well when I'm not here all the time as well. And we, you know, but we balance each other really good. And, you know, it's just, I just try and get through breakfast. That's my goal. <laughs> just get through breakfast. All right. That's all right. We got to get up. You know, so my wife usually gets up with the oldest one because she has to be on the bus earlier than the younger kids who are not, uh, they're still at a Montessori school. So they, uh, they don't have to be there till nine. London has to be there at 725 on her bus. So Heather usually gets up with London earlier. If not, then it's me. And then we just work through it, man. I hope I can get these other two out to school. Boom, boom. I take the other two to school, and I just try and get through breakfast. If I can get there about 9, 9.30, I'm good. I don't care about them being late. That does not bother me, all right? I love it. I pay you to look after my kids and teach them on the way. Then do that, and, you know, I don't care if I'm 15 minutes late. I don't you'll, care. You'll get them there. Yeah, I get them there, and I don't care. And just get them <laughs> through that. And then after that, I make a day out of it, man. I work out. I do some other good things. I read some, and, and uh, you know, that's what I do. There you go. Roman Harper, our guest right now on Unpacking It. And, and so you mentioned having some, some interest on the, the, the business side, the, the media side. What are you kind of looking for? And do, do you feel the, the, the pressure that, oh, i got to decide a certain way to go? Or are you trying to say, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do as many things as I can? What, what's kind of that thought process? Yeah, and I think that's, that's a good and a bad thing for myself is that I, I, do don't, I don't want to just, like, pick something and – I do want to do I be on TV doing football stuff and because I did that last year uh, with the New Orleans Saints, uh, the local station, Saints on Six. So that was really fun for me, getting to hang out with those guys, getting to know that side of the game, the business of it. Um, I know the football side, and I know what it's like upstairs, but that side of it, the media side, the media coverage of football and sports, I, I really enjoy that. Um, that's also why I'm doing some radio and, and also some TV and just regular talk shows in the morning. So that gives me a realm of all type of things. And it also helps me in my interview process as well, mm. uh, with me being the interviewer and, uh, and not the interviewee. So that right there is really a different kind of talent, and it takes a different person to be able to engage and talk. And that right there is uh, it's a challenge for me, and I like that. So, um, and also the business side on the side where I'm trying to uh, start a, help start a little fund and do some other little things and engaging in some more startups and, and really trying to throw myself in that realm as well because that very, very intrigues me a lot. And, you know, um, I've been afforded a little bit of some things that I can maybe take some risks in some other areas and, and really just in, be involved in that realm. I really enjoy it. I, I think it's so many smart people in this world, mm-hmm. and you could learn from so many different characters in life, from older guys and younger guys that have made mistakes in different areas and have seen the, the business side of this world in the United States change the last 20, 15 years. 30 years and they've seen it and it's just good to be around those people and you can learn so many things. I don't think I got life figured out at all, but that right there, me just staying green and trying to always learn, I think it's been a benefit of mine. Yeah, where, where does that come from? Because not everybody's a learner. Not everybody likes to read. Not everybody likes to, to seek out advice. A lot of people just think, well, I got to figure it out or I'll figure it out on my own. So where, where does that stem from for you? You know, I guess just my parents. Um, my mom always instilled in me like, you know, 
you know, education, how important it was and, and things like that. And I'm not saying I'm a studious guy at all, but I've well, always I've always enjoyed learning. I've always Yeah, been you don't necessarily good. even have to be studious just to learn every day with whoever yeah. you talk to. Right. And my dad used to always tell me that though. She's like, Look, son, the day you stop learning is the day you die. Yeah. So you can learn something every day. Yeah. Learn something new every day. And from there, I just always try to just take in as many information as I can. And I ask people questions. I'm always trying to be engaged because you can learn from a homeless man on the street. Oh, yeah. At some point in time, he had a winning day. And what was that winning like for you? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I know my most winning is days or a winning moment in my life. And everybody has them. And just like that, everybody has their lows, too. So um, we're, we're, really, no, we're all one people, man. And we're not too much different than everybody else. We all got our, our, you know, our skeletons in our closet where nobody's perfect. He's Roman Harper, Super Bowl winner. I'm Bryce Johnson. We're just getting started. More of our conversation with Roman right after this on Unpacking It and UnpackingIt.com. Intriguing guests and inspiring conversations. This is Unpacking It with Bryce Johnson. Thanks so much for joining us on Unpacking It. Unpackingit.com is our website. I'm Bryce Johnson. Roman Harper, our guest right now on Unpacking It. And a former NFL safety, won a Super Bowl with the New Orleans Saints and, and now has been retired for a couple of seasons. And, and you mentioned learning what it means to be an interviewer versus throughout your career. You, you've been the interviewee, and of course today you're the interviewee. But, but what have you learned just from, from that regard? You know, to... I guess have a couple questions in mind or something that you want to do it, but let them let them take the, the interview wherever you want it to go mm. and have a couple things in mind or something that you may want to go, but it should be just fluid conversation. If we can just sit up here and talk and don't just be stuck on this one question that you just got to get out. Hey, look, if he wants to take it somewhere else, you let him go or, or she. And then from there, you just kind of play with it and just get good vibes. And I, I think that right there makes it a lot more natural. It seems more of a um, – and that's what, that's what always good TV or good – conversation is it just a natural flow and, and going back and forth and uh i think that's one thing i had and uh that i learned i was at it. i also did an nfl uh broadcast boot camp oh you did well. yeah I did, I did that as well nice i told you i, I man it's awesome I, I started doing all kinds of stuff um I so yeah it. it was good so um it got me involved and it also showed me how much the 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 work it takes to be prepared for those things as well that's right um that's also why I like doing some radio TV because now it just I'm naturally a sports fan, but now it just gives me more incentive to like. It gives you an excuse. Yeah, it gives me an excuse to like just watch more sports. I'm cool with that. I'm, I'm right there with you. <laughs> Absolutely. I've been tricking my wife for, for a while now. Uh, Roman Harper, our guest right now on Unpacking It. And uh, we're, we're talking uh, football and, and media. And, and you, you mentioned the uh, broadcast boot camp teaching NFL players kind of coming out of the league how to to go down that route and learn some different skills. Who are some guys maybe you've looked up to that you've seen on TV or heard on radio that that are, whether former players or not, that you've kind of admired their skills? So first and foremost, growing up, everybody loved Chris Berman. Oh, yeah. That was like the man, all right? Then now you see um, one of my other favorites now is SVP, Scott Van Pelt. I just like how he makes fun of himself uh, with the, the other lookalikes. <laughs> it's, like, hilarious. That's, that makes me laugh. But anyways, um, people like Ryan Clark, one of my best friends, Jonathan Vilma, he's doing really well and really doing well. Greg McElroy has done awesome. 
um, things like that, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, it's been really cool just actually getting to know that side. Um, I think Book of Following is amazing. And uh, I I just I'm intrigued by it. But, you know, everybody had their own path. And I can't sit up here and say, oh, I want this and I want that. And who even says I'm, I'm prepared for it if it was given to me? And then at the same time, I'll just continue to do me and I'm going to continue to grind and find my own little path and my, it'll work out. I'm, I'm really happy and excited for what God has for me in my future. I, I really am. It's been an amazing ride. I, you know, I played football, I've been so blessed and, and now we can, you know, I'm afforded a little time to kind of figure out these things out and things have been going well. So it's good. That's awesome. Yeah. You see, you sound like you're, you're at peace, which is a great spot to be in, especially with a lot of guys that transition out of the NFL. Not always the case. They're, no, man, they're wrestling it's, a lot. It's a, it's a hard thing because all you know is football for so long. And it's, uh, it's allowed you to do the different things. It's allowed me to have these cars and my, 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 my house and all these other things. And, but at the end of the day, it's just this amount of time in your mm. life. It's not, it's not but a small, minuscule part of it. You'd be 35, 36, quarterback's 40, and you still got to figure out the rest of your life. And, um, you're afforded a, a larger, you get your golden egg of you know, money because everybody, most people in, in America, they make all their money when they're like 40s and up. Yeah. That's when they make the majority of the bulk of their money is when they get older. We're on the other end of the spectrum. We make all our money between like 21 and like 35. <laughs> And then all of that, you got to like hold on and then you got to find other avenues to make more money and do other things and be successful in other avenues and not just lean on that, but also take that and grow from it. And that's what I'm trying to do. I don't want to just stay in that lane. Um, and so that, that's, that's my life. Roman Harper, our guest right now on Unpacking It. But we, we love talking football and life and, and also just the, the faith side of things. And so uh, you, you've alluded to it a few times, just kind of getting to this place of understanding that you know, you're more than a football player and, and what your identity is. And so uh, going to, to maybe a little bit further into that, what has God been teaching you recently? What's really been on your heart, some things that maybe you've you know, just kind of been clinging to or something that God's really revealed to you lately? That he still got me mm-hmm. and that it's, it has to be on, it's not always on my time. It's not on my time. And I just got to stay on this path, man, and just continue to believe in him. Understand, just continue to keep the faith and, and don't, don't waver on it. And just stay there. Just stay in my lane. He, he knows I'm not perfect. I'm not going to be right all the time. But I'm going to continue to love him first and foremost. I'm going to love my wife. I'm going to love my family. Keep those, those, the ones that I love. Prayed for a lot and also um, keep them close to me. So, and time is sensitive, man. Life is sensitive. And enjoy the ones that I'm with, my parents, every time I get to see mm. them, every time they get to come see their grandkids. Uh, don't take things like that for granted, man. And just continue to just... Just continue to believe in him, man. I'm not going to waver on that. And at the end of the day, I think everything's going to be just fine if I do that. And he's, you know, he's, he's always worked out everything else for me. And I don't seem like I'm lost. I, I feel like I got a game plan in my life. And I'm just trying to do more of it, man, and just find other ways to be successful and uh, continue to let him just lead me. That's cool. So in what ways do you uh, pursue him or what ways do you look to grow and, and mature your faith? And- you got to have a church base. Boom, got that check. And look, man, I started this journey a couple of years ago. I've been reading my Bible. So I was like, you know what? You always hear these stories about the Bible. And, you know, you read little passages here and there and your little daily things. And I was like, you know what? I've never read the whole Bible. Mm. So I started this, uh, this, this journey what, about a year and a half ago, two years now, um, because, yeah, it was la- my last year in New Orleans. And I'm not all the way done. I don't try and read too much. I want to try and absorb it, yeah, read just yeah. a little bit at a time. But um, I had some Jewish friends, and to them I was always thought, in my mind, is, in Christianity, they always said that 
you believe it wholeheartedly with your heart and your, your soul and confirm it with your mouth that, you know, Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, you'll go to heaven. And Jewish people, if they don't believe that Jesus is the Messiah or whoever, he was just a prophet to them, then where does it go? And then, so I just like, well, their, their Bible is just the first uh, um, the books. books. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, well, I just want to read that. I want to know the Jewish. So then I started there and I just kept going. Hmm. And now I'm, uh, I'm on Proverbs now and it's, it's been going great, man. Uh, Psalms was very long. Yeah. Very long, but Proverbs has really given some energy and some flow to me already after all that. So, yeah, man, it's been good. So you've gone from start to finish. You're going right through the book. I'm going right through the book. So then wow, I, can ne- okay. I can never have anybody tell me, like, you know, they're not going to tell me the story. I'm going to be able to, like, say, well, I read the whole Bible. So, like, yeah. and I'm not going to remember it all and be able to do it verbatim, but I can say I've done this, and I always have a reference. Well, oh, yeah, I heard this. I did remember reading. You know how it is. It's a very long book, so you're not going to remember every single detail. No. But you will have recollections of what was what, how wise Solomon was, all these other things. And they talk about the kings and, you know, from King David all the way down. And you have a reference point. Like, oh, okay, was that, was that? Okay. So it's good, man. It's been great. It's, so that's what I do. I, that's, that's awesome. What, so I try and read a little bit every day. Yeah. And, uh, and that's, that's what I'm doing, man. That's how, that's how, that helps me keep my faith. That, that's <laughs> awesome. Roman Harper, our guest right now on Unpacking It. Was, was there a story that you read maybe in the Old Testament that it hits you differently this time around, like reading through it, where you thought maybe you knew the story growing up, or yeah, man, um, every king has had their thorn, mm. every single one of them. And then the, some kings, they were just like they were not even about Christ, and they just continue to just go downhill and downhill. And then eventually, God would people start begging, and then and God would come back and save them, like He always does to His people. Mm. He never lets them go, and it's like and it's through the same pattern over. And I'm like, dude, we've been repeating ourselves oh, yeah. since the beginning of time. And it all started with Adam and Eve in the garden, all right? Yep. And they fell for it then. Then you fell out because then that was the first time they'd actually noticed that they were not naked anymore. Yep. You know, it was like, whoa. Oh, so now, and that's what started it all. And then from there, it's just continue to just spiral and go. And then we save us and come here. And it, but it's been an amazing story that I can actually say I've been reading the Bible and I can have reference points. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm, I'm in the process as well. And oh, you are. My my strategy is it's a it's a it's a book that they put the Bible together in, mm-hmm. and each day has daily reading. So right. it's an Old Testament passage, a New Testament passage, a proverb, and a, a psalm. And so, so that's kind of how I'm, I'm at. Yeah. So I'm, I'm seven or eight months in. Nice. So, so I've been working through that. But, but it is. I'm, I'm right there with you. Where you it, it, My wife it, is doing something like that. Something like that, mm-hmm. yeah. So you, you look at it, man, the, the historical side of things, it's, it's, it's amazing. But then just the, the power and the, the spirit and the way that it changes you yeah. day to day is, is awesome. It's, it's and, the so. living word, man. The, the fact that, you know, it's still living. The fact that you, it's so relatable to right now in your own life. That's right. And it, it never, that is the thing that I appreciate about it is, it is, it's truly is the living word in that it's so relatable to what they can talk about all those things all the way back then Yep. to where like now it's so relative in just the everyday life that you see and walk around with every day right now. Uh, the, it's the same know, God. It's the same God, man. It's just crazy. And, uh, you know, having the faith and, and, uh, and, and trying to walk it, man. And understanding that, you know, the easy part was getting saved. Hmm. So once you became saved, man, now you look at sin completely different. Now he took the wool from over your eyes. Yeah. And now I recognize what sin is way more than when, when I was just partying and kicking and doing my thing. I yeah. never even thought about those things. And now I look at it differently. I look at life differently. Um, and, you know, I just try and walk it. And once you got saved, then trying to stay and walk that, that hard walk with, with, with Christ 
and picking up that cross and walking with it, man, that's the hard part. Mm. It's not be getting saved is the easy part. Now you got to really do it. That's the hard part, I feel like. Obedience. And- yeah. And faith and just in keeping it, man. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be. But, you know, if the only perfect person we ever had walking this earth got crucified and, and went through a lot of hard times, what may, why should you get it easy? You know what I mean? That's right. That's <laughs> right. We, we experience part of that, that suffering and, uh, and, and, understand, and he understands what we're going through and, mm-hmm. and, and that's who we serve and that's who we follow. And so uh, I'm right there with you. Very thankful for Jesus. So, man. We could talk all day, and, we uh, and we'll do this again, and, and really appreciate you uh, stopping by. He's Roman Harper, Super Bowl winner, former NFL safety, sitting down with us here on Unpacking It. Thanks so much, Roman. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. It was really cool to sit down with Roman. Coming up next, we'll hear how Andy Lee, punter for the Arizona Cardinals, is turning a major tragedy into impact right here on Unpacking It. Going beyond the field, this is Unpacking It with Bryce Johnson on Sports Byline USA. Hey, hey, it's Bryce Johnson, and it is time to start thinking about the upcoming fantasy football season. And good news, Unpacking It Ministries has a resource for you that will take you from the draft all the way through the championship. Order your Fantasy Football Fellowship Playbook today, and each week, read about a fantasy concept and how it relates to the Bible and our own lives. It's designed for your league to discuss at weekly league meetings, on the phone, or in person. The FFF Playbook will add more meaning and purpose to the fantasy season and add value to your league. Grow in your faith, build deeper relationships with other owners in the league, and make more of your fantasy season. Join us at fantasyfootballfellowship.org and find all the details and order the FFF playbook today. That's fantasyfootballfellowship.org. Bringing you unique insight into the faith and character of guests from the sports world. Welcome back to Unpacking It with Bryce Johnson. I'm Bryce Johnson. We're unpacking sports, faith, and life. And it's our hope that each week you are encouraged, challenged, and inspired. And we've got another powerful interview for you right now. I am joined by the punter for the Arizona Cardinals, Andy Lee. And he sits down with us right here on Unpacking It to to talk a little faith, football, and life and hear all about Madeline's Fund. And and Andy, so glad to be with you today. How are you? I'm doing great. I appreciate you having me on. And it's uh, just a great time to be out here and uh, have a golf tournament. It's great weather. I'm really excited for today. That's right. So we're we're in the kind of the, the middle of the off season, especially for veterans like yourself. So so how has the off season been, and, and how are you looking to the, this upcoming season? Oh, it's been great. I mean, uh, the big thing I try to do in the off season, you know, just rest first of all, get my body back. Uh, you know, I'm 36 now, almost 37. So I, the rest is big, and then just you know, working out, trying to you know regain some of that strength. Uh, that you kind of lose during the season and then big time to hang out with my family that's what I try to do in the off season hang out with my family because I know when the season comes I I'm away and it's a it's a tough time for that so 
just get all that in right now and just get ready for the season and it, really excited for it. Very, very cool. We're talking with Andy Lee here on Unpacking It. He's a punter for the Arizona Cardinals, and we're here at his celebrity golf tournament, and it's to, to raise money for Madeline's Fund. And it's really a, just an, an awesome organization and, and what they do with the money raised. And so I'd love to uh, hear what you guys do, and then we'll talk about kind of why you do it. So we uh, financially assist families in the NICU, um, the neonatal intensive care unit. With uh, like, they, like if they have a baby there, they they um, they'll have bills, they have uh, like gas cards, funeral expenses. We we cover all that stuff for them. Our goal is to take a little bit of a stress off of a family that's in an already horribly stressful situation. And the one way we thought about we could do that is. Uh, money is a big stressor in, in everybody's life. So if we can take a little bit of that burden away, maybe that would give them a little bit more time to focus on their on their baby or um, whatever they need to do at that time. Or if they're grieving, like that's the worst thing to not have the money to actually have a proper burial or anything like that. So we just wanted to be able to help out in those ways. So when, when people hear the word NICU, you know, they may be familiar with it. No, it doesn't. It doesn't sound good. But but what goes into it, especially from a financial standpoint, that so many families are are facing once they you know find out that their baby's going to have to spend even a day, but sometimes a, a month or two months in the the NICU, the the burden that 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 causes them. Oh, I mean, it's huge on families because a lot of the times, especially like you have a newborn, the big one of the biggest things, and there's research that proves it is the mother baby time, mm. like. Even though, like normally in the NICU, they're not able to, you're not able to hold the baby that, you know, in most circumstances, things like that. But just that bonding time that they get together, it's proven for developmental things later on in life. So if, you know, you're like, if the mom can't be there because she has to work, then she's not around her baby. So we would love, we try to help families that, that are involved with their baby's life because maybe they, they had to, you know, leave work. Well, if they don't, they leave work. Now they can't afford possibly to get to the hospital. They can't afford some bills at their at home or uh, tons of different circumstances in that way. So we, that's one thing that we really thought would be a big need, and it actually has proven to be a big need. We have we've been helping families for a little over two and a half years now. We've helped 484 families, I wow. think, in that time. We've done 82 funerals oh. out of those. So it's been uh, it's been a blessing for us, especially because of why we started this being a uh, such a tragic event in our lives. That's right. Andy Lee, our guest right now on Unpacking It. We're, we're here in Charlotte at the Madeline's Fund Celebrity Golf Tournament, and, and Andy uh, alluded to the, the, the tragedy that, that took place in their life that, that ended up giving them the inspiration to start Madeline's Fund. And, and so we'd love for you to, to, to share a little bit about the, the, the why behind Madeline's Fund and, and, and what you and your, your family experienced. All right. Um, basically, long story short, that's the easiest way for me to do this. And for me, easiest way for me not to get upset. We, uh, we had Madeline on uh, January 27th. Uh, she was in the NICU for, this was four years ago. And uh, she was in the NICU for about, she had some problems with delivery. She fla- swallowed some fluid. So she was a C-section, so she had some breathing issues. So, she, you know, they took her into the NICU, uh, helped her to you know, clear out her lungs and everything, and she was on a breathing machine for the first couple of days, and then she started getting better, took her off the breathing machine, probably it was like day four, day five, mm-hmm. um, and she was doing good for about 12 hours. And then she started having problems breathing again. Day six, she ended up getting an infection. Um, her body basically just couldn't fight, fight it, and on the eighth day, she uh, passed away. Oh. 
gosh, it's, it's just the, you never want to have anyone experience this. And so the, the, the pain that you felt, the emotions that you felt ultimately led you to say, okay, we, we know what other people are experiencing. How can we help them? So, so what was that, that process like to get to the point of saying, okay, this is awful what we experienced, but let's not let it stay there. Let, let's be able to have an impact on others. Yes. So I'd say the first three to four months after uh, she passed away were uh, just uh, kind of a blur, kind of just miserable. Uh-huh. You know, um, one thing that helped us, we had to have two older boys. Hmm. So uh, we had to get up every day. We had to be parents. We had to you know go through all that. So that I think that helped us. On our year anniversary, which is in March, which was about a year, I mean, a year after that, when we went on our anniversary trip for me and my wife in March, uh, we kind of sit down and we we're like, we want to do something. Hmm. So that was in 2016. And then by that, that December, about two and a half years ago, we were up and running with Madeline's Fund. So we, we just were like, what can we do? What, like, what, we really wanted to center around funerals because hmm. that was one thing. Um, that's one of the big things we do as well as far as the other uh, uh, assistants we uh, help with. Um, but the biggest thing was we were just like, we didn't have to worry about money. It was just kind of like, okay, call a funeral home, do this, mm. which is the worst thing to ever have to do, oh. especially for your kids. So that's one thing I had to deal with. But I was thinking like, oh, this is, this is, this is not cheap. You know, mm. bought all this stuff. I mean, one thing we, we were just like, that's what we should do. Wow. Like the worst thing, cause you need your, you need each other during that time. And the worst thing you can do is fight about, we don't have enough money to do this. We don't have enough money to do that. So we thought we would, you know, do something to help those families, like at least alleviate that part of stress wow. um, and, and allow them to like mourn their child or just allow them to be, to be there for their child. You know, Gosh. Andy Lee, our guest right now on Unpacking It, punter for the Arizona Cardinals and uh, here raising money for Madeline's Fund, helping families uh, dealing with the, the, the loss of, a, of an infant and, and also the expenses that go into having a, a child in NICU. And, and so, I mean, it's just a, it's such a tough experience for, for you and your family, and, and to even have to, to, to relive it is, is, I'm sure, challenging. But, but as you look back, and even day to day, how has your faith allowed you to continue to persevere? And, and how has, you know, God really revealed himself and, and met you in this place? Um, I think it's been huge. I mean, I think that's, I would say that's the only thing that's really gotten us through, um, knowing that one day I will see my daughter again. Mm. Um, it's, uh, it's awesome. You know, it's, um, I do miss her. Mm. Um, but knowing that, you know, she's in the best place in the world and she's no more, she has no more pain, no more hurt, no more anything. Mm. It's awesome. Um, I would say that there are still times where I struggle with God. Like why? Yeah. Even though I know why, um, obviously she, we think there was something wrong with her immune system because hmm. it was a simple infection that she couldn't fight. Um, so we know she's in a better place. We know she probably wouldn't have been happy here if she stayed here long, um, or any longer. So it, it we, I've come to grips with that, but I think it's still at times it is, it's a tough struggle, but just knowing our faith, that our faith has stayed strong through this, it's actually grown through this between me and my wife and personally, it's been a horrible experience, but then again, we've tried to do whatever we could to start Madeline's fund to honor her and mm. also do something in her honor to create some good out of the bad situation that happened to us. 
Well, and how important has that been for you, just in the, in the grief process, to be able to continue to honor her and continue to uh, make her, you know, really a part of your, your life in the, in the way that you're, you're raising money for other people in her name and in, in her honor? How does that, you know, just contribute to your, your day-to-day, uh, I don't know, joy despite the, the circumstance? I mean, I, I, it helps a ton. I mean, I think it's been the best counseling for my wife and I because— um, it's not the easiest thing to discuss and talk about, no. especially right after it happened. And this made us talk about her. It made us remember her. It made us not to say we didn't want to, or we didn't do it before, but it, it, it almost shed a positive light on her life mm-hmm. rather than the negative thought of her passing away and not being here anymore, if that makes sense. So, yeah. um, it's a lot of work cause me and my wife do this. Like mm-hmm. we run this, we do have one employee now, uh, but she, she's a, like she just, I mean, it's amazing the things she does for, uh, for our, uh, nonprofit and everything that she, how hard she works. And it's, um, it's a blessing to see her doing this. And it's, it's just been, I kind of lost for words, but it, it's just amazing. It also, I feel like it, it shows just the love that my wife has. It, it's, it's a way for her to be a mother still, I think, mm. you know, so I think that's something that keeps her driving. And then, then times get tough. We get a letter. It's mm. amazing how I feel like God sends things to us at certain times. Like we could be like, you know, in the middle of doing something and just be like, oh, this is so much work. And then all of a sudden we get a letter from a family and it, it just sh- proves how much everything it's, it's worth doing what we're doing. So it's wow. awesome. A- absolutely. No, you're doing incredible work and, and it's just, it's awesome. Uh, Madeline's Fund is what it's called and encourage people to, to check it out and, and be able to donate um, and support this and, and really support other families. And I know people listening today, there, there, there's got to be people that, that either know someone or have even experienced it themselves in some way. But specifically for those who know someone, what, what's something that you would encourage them to say or not to say, to do or not to do during situations like this? I'd say that's a real, real tough question. Um, for me and my wife, I would say the biggest thing would be reach out. Even if you feel like you're going to be a bother or you don't know what to say, I would say just reach out and just be a friend, hmm. if that makes sense. Don't reach – Like I would say it's not – like, obviously, it, like if you've been through it, obviously reach out and, like, let them know, hey, I know what you're going through. I know this – you know, that's not the right thing to say if you haven't been through sure. it because that would be kind of that we, – we had – like, I, I would say that would be rough. But I would say just reaching out. And my wife was not okay for at least a year. Hmm. But she acted okay ah, in public. Yeah. You know what I mean? So everybody just assumed she was okay. Don't assume mm. that the person's okay just because they're acting normal. Wow. All, like, I think people checking in, especially just to see how they're doing. Um, I don't expect people to call my wife four years. Like, it's been four years. I don't expect them to call me. How are you doing with this? Like, I, I can understand that, that now it's kind of – but I would say – it takes a long time. We're not over it no, still. I, mean, I don't no, think we'll ever be over no. it. But I think the biggest thing is knowing that if you've never been through this, it's not okay. It's, they're never okay. Hmm. So it's always awesome to ask no matter how long it's been. Wow. If no, that makes sense. And, and especially, yeah, knowing some of the, the moments during the year to be able to to remember and, and oh, to yeah. think back and, and to, to reach out in those, those moments as well. Well, Andy, man, it's a, it's a tough thing to, to talk about, and, but, but I'm encouraged 
with what you guys are doing with Madeline's Fund moving forward and to be able to, to honor your daughter and, and encouraged by uh, your faith through it and, and the way that you and your wife now are able to, to work on this together, I think is, is really cool and a neat, a neat testimony as well. So, so thanks for allowing us to be a part of it and thanks for sharing with our audience today because I think it's a great message to, to get out there and, and, and I really hope that people will get behind this, support it. Uh, again, it's called Madeline's Fund, madelinesfund.org. Yeah. .org, yeah, and it's M-A-D-E-L-Y. N S F U N D dot org. I, I appreciate you having me. Coming up next, we'll do our segment Unpack This about accountability and the Tampa Bay Bucks right here on Unpacking It. Inspiring conversations and intriguing interviews. More Unpacking It with Bryce Johnson after this. This is Unpacking It. I'm Bryce Johnson. It's time for our final segment of the day. We call it Unpack This, where I take a current sports story and relate it to the Bible and our own lives. So let's jump right in. The Tampa Bay Bucks haven't made the playoffs since 2007. However, they have a new head coach, Bruce Arians, who has been around the NFL for a long time and brings a level of credibility and experience that should prove to be very valuable to the locker room. One of the changes already being felt, according to Buck center Ryan Jensen, is the accountability required. He recently commented, the one thing that really sticks out to me is the way Bruce Arians is going to keep guys accountable and says the culture he's trying to set is that it's the player's team and that comes with players keeping players accountable and I think that's going to be a big change this year for us. There's no question that being held accountable, whether in football or life, leads to great results. It starts with people understanding the expectations and standards and then discussing whether or not everyone lives up to what they set out to do. Of course, mistakes will be made and people will fall short in certain areas. But when there's a culture of accountability, everyone is able to figure out what went wrong, why it happened, and how to fix it moving forward. Instead of trying to hide our mishaps or weaknesses, we get it out there so others can come alongside us. The Bible says to confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. We should point each other toward Jesus and his grace as we hold each other accountable to live a life of obedience while strengthening one another. The Bible says, as iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another today. Let's not fear transparency or run from accountability, but surround ourselves with people who will encourage us to persevere and grow to become more like Jesus. So I hope you're willing to unpack that for yourselves and really appreciate you joining me today and hope you'll stay connected with us throughout the week on social media and on unpackingit.com. If you have any thoughts about today's show, you can email me bryce at unpackingit.com until next time i'm bryce johnson i'm a sports fan who follows jesus i believe in the good news that he died on the cross for my sins he was resurrected and through faith i have been saved by his grace i hope that is true for you as well and i hope you'll join me as we live life as sports fans who follow jesus together have a wonderful week. This has been Unpacking It with Bryce Johnson on Sports Byline USA and Sirius XM, Channel 211, Dan Patrick Radio.